Hi, friend. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Gabby, and I am so excited you are here in this space with me today. I'd like to take a moment to say thank you for simply showing up in this space with me. And I'd love for you to also take a moment to yourself. Do it. Just just do it. No, no ifs, ands, or buts, okay? Let's all just work together in this, taking a moment to thank ourselves. Go, go ahead and thank yourself for taking a couple of minutes out of your day to tune in and focus in on you and different perspectives of the world and how we can constantly better ourselves by tuning into different perspectives of the world. Awesome. Great job. I'm proud of you for thanking yourself. This is a space where we get to express the truth and I get to divulge to you a couple of my truthful, vulnerable, honest thoughts, uh, nothing held back. So uh, get ready. (laughs) Uh, Today's episode is inspired by this note, actually, that my grandpa, who is actually nicknamed Poppers, P-O-P-P-E-R-S, Poppers. I came up with the nickname when I was little. I have no idea where I got it from. Yes, I know there's the Poppers Penguins books, but I never read those as a kid. I was never exposed to it. So... It came to me and it stuck for the rest of his life. Um, So my poppers had this note uh, in his home and he has since passed. He passed away about two years ago. I got to live with my grandma for, uh, you know, what's now two years uh, after. uh, So that way I made sure that she was, you know, not alone and she got a hug every day. And, uh, that was the best time of my life. Um, and so from that, I had to go through, uh, some of his belongings along with her to make space for myself to live there. Um, but then also help her through that process. Um, This little note was one of those things that I found. It was in his dresser and it's in this little, um, card holder. It's like a plastic card holder. So, Uh, you know, he had this plus a couple of other notes in it. So I could tell that it was something that he wanted to save um, and not have it ruined. And it's on the back of one of his uh, hearing aid business cards because he ran a hearing aid business. And I was sitting on my couch the other day and I was looking at this, you know, for the hundredth time by now. And I feel this is all too appropriate for all of us right now. And I feel it's my duty and obligation to share this message with you. So if anything, this is from my poppers to you and I am simply the vessel. The top of this note says, tough times never last, but tough people do by a man or woman with a last name of Schuler. So tough times never last, but tough people do. And I feel as though 
what we are going through at any given moment, of course, but especially now as a community and as a, as a nation and as a world is, is, is we need this, the reminder that tough times never last, but tough people do. And I believe in each and every one of us, there is a tough person. So I'd love to spend today's podcast a little bit to kind of dig a little deeper into some of these bullet points because below it, he has about six different bullet points and I'll be brief with each one, but I'd love to spend a little bit of time to explore these. And my goal in this episode is to maybe hopefully lift your spirits a little more. And I totally understand in this space of where we are right now might not be even in a space where we want to be lifted up. You know, we'd like to stay in the burrows of the darkness and nestled and, and, you know, tucked away from the world and, and, you know, kind of allow everything to suffocate around us. And I get it. And you know what? Part of that is really healing. So I totally feel you. However, I believe that as a community, we are here. Our sole purpose is to do everything we can to lift each other up. And these are some things I'd want to hear in my darkest times. So I can only imagine that someone else in this world would want to hear this too. So I hope and, and pray that in any part of this that you feel maybe a little bit more lifted from today's message. So the first point, the first bullet point in this that he wrote down was every living human being has problems. How beautiful is that? It's a small reminder when, I don't know about you, but I mean, from the minute that I wake up until I go to sleep, I am constantly thinking about all of the things I either have to get done or have to be worried about or haven't accomplished yet or have to work towards. And although throughout the day that is um, treated with, you know, kind thoughts towards myself and positive affirmations and encouragement towards myself and encouragement from the people in my life. um, But nevertheless, when this is a, everyday occurrence and there's not even a moment to step back and go hang on a second everyone here if you are a breathing creature unfortunately i don't think dogs have this problem um, but if you're a breathing creature if you're if you're a human with breath in your lungs then you have problems i have problems we all do together And this creates a, not necessarily a level playing field, but we're not alone. We are not the only one with the weight of the world on our shoulders. And there's something that happens in our brains when we come to an understanding that we are not the only ones. We feel less isolated. 
we feel feel less, you know, pointed out and um, and stereotyped. We we feel as though somebody else will understand without us having to explain. So those are some of the thoughts I think of whenever I read something like that, where every living human being has problems. Bullet point number two is every problem has a limited lifespan. This is monumental, right? I try not to really reference what's going on in the world with these podcasts, so it can kind of be something that's relative at any given moment. However, right now, we're kind of going through a lot as a world and a nation. Um, We are um, going through another wave of this pandemic, and what seemed like was going to be a couple of weeks has turned into eight months, and it's tested limits of people. It has completely altered people's lives. It's completely debilitated our fellow human. It's collapsed cultures and communities. And it's really pushed us past any breaking point we thought we might have had. And now with where we are, it feels as though this will never end, right? However, I wholeheartedly believe in this, that every problem has a limited lifespan. Think of any other problem you've ever had in your life, right? And, and then further, think of a problem that you've had in your life where eventually it, it dissipated, and it improved, and it changed, and it fluctuated over time. It didn't always look exactly how it looked at the beginning. And eventually, it either phased out of your life or improved your life overall. And can look back on it and be completely grateful for it being in your life overall. So when I, when I read this, what I think of immediately is relief. Because eventually, everything that is stressing us out and pushing us to our limits, eventually, it will end. And the sooner we adapt this mindset, the sooner we have the opportunity to overcome all of these mental struggles that we're having with what's going on. I I like to think of this list almost as a a placebo prescription. Um, Something I've been recently fascinated with is a a documentary. It is on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called, but um, it discusses how in studies, I think it's called Unhealed. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Um, So Unhealed on Netflix. Don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure. That's what the documentary is. Any, anyway, um, so in this documentary, um, I was taken aback a little bit for a minute because I, I, from the background I have, I'm blatantly aware of placebo effect. It's in all kinds of research articles and all kinds of studies and experiments and clinical trials. Placebo effect is something where we have to study how one 
will behave and react if they believe they are given a medication, but really the medication they're given is a sugar pill. It has no effect on them whatsoever. And so they go through life uh, believing that they are receiving this medicine and their improvements or decline is studied. And miraculously, this placebo effect actually works. Now, it's not always every single time, and it's not for every single disease or illness or what have you. However, what was shed light on in this unhealed documentary was that there are some studies that have shown that the placebo effect, the placebo actually does just as well as the medication or better than the medication, That's kind of crazy, but it's really not. What it shows us is that our mind, as much as it has the power to debilitate us and put us on our knees and keep us tucked away in bed and away from the world, it just as much so has the power to completely lift us up and transform our lives. If we simply give it a regimen we believe is going to heal us, however, we have to be willing to We have to have the desire to be healed. And I believe we all have that desire deep down. I believe that the world tries to suffocate that desire. And I think we are all too worthy to give up so easily and succumb to what the world is trying to do to destroy us on an individual level. I'm getting a little deep here, guys. Just go with me. But... (laughs) If we instead take a moment and give ourselves this placebo prescription of this is temporary, this situation I am in, we are in right now is temporary. It is a temporary lifespan and it will eventually end. Bullet point number three. Every problem holds positive, what does this say? Possibilities. All right, I was kind of, I needed glasses for a second. He probably wrote these while he was wearing glasses. Every problem holds positive possibilities. Again, beautiful, right? Okay, so if every problem we have holds positive possibilities, let's maybe step away from the pandemic explanation or example for a moment. And I'll tie into maybe some some negative problems or just problems overall that I've had in life. Um, let's see. So I've had problems of not being able to lift myself back up after really debilitating life situations, right? Being let go from a job, not being able to find work, having to go back in and move in with my parents, even though I have amazing parents who are extremely supportive. Getting into a fight with a best friend and not being able to resolve it or realizing that someone who has been my best friend, isn't really my best friend anymore, or realizing the people I'm surrounded with are toxic 
and I'm not getting anywhere in life, all of those are problems that in the moment didn't feel as though there was any kind of solution whatsoever. And it honestly felt like it was going to be ongoing forever. I still lived through it, right? That's positive. Being in those spaces, being in the negative spaces, being in the problems allows for solutions to be available. If we don't have problems, we don't have solutions. And if we don't have solutions, we don't have problems. They go hand in hand. So because of those problems, I have been able to realize what I do desire and deserve and am worthy of out of my life. I've realized that it's more important for me to focus on what I can do to give back in the world rather than what the world can do to give to me. Because when I focus on that, my life multiplies tenfold. When I focus on myself and my problems and my issues and I stay focused on it, I just keep being stuck. Point number four. Every problem will change you. Every problem will change you. Well, that is for darn sure, poppers. My goodness. I I wouldn't be who I am today if I had not gone through the problems I went through. I mean, my goodness. I can I can start by counting from back from childhood upwards. Yeah, I can easily look at someone else's life and say, oh my gosh, like (laughs) I would be so much further along in life if I would have just X, Y, Z. If I would have just had this, then I would be so much better off. Okay, maybe, yeah. But does that person think as deeply as I do? Has that person explored the depths of the world that I have? Does that person have the knowledge and intelligence that I have gained because of the steps that I have taken in my life? Does that person have nearly as much gumption as I do or strength or willpower as I do or resiliency? Does that person work as hard as I do? I don't know. But those are things to consider. So I can sit here and be thankful for my problems because they have taught me how to find solutions and keep going in life and keep getting better. Yeah, having setbacks, but keep getting better. So since every problem will change you, the beautiful, beautiful blessing of problems is they are unique to ourselves and and they help in creating our uniqueness. We get to be our authentic selves because of how we decide to move through our problems that are handed to us. This is what creates personality. This is what creates authenticity. So it absolutely changes and transforms us 
So allow what's occurring right now in life for you. Address the problem, right? I always say first step is awareness. Be aware of the problem. And then thank the problem for existing. One of the biggest things that I had as a lesson through the church and through my relationship with God was to sometimes pray to him and say, hey, thank you for these hardships. Thank you for these hardships. And that's hard. That's hard to be thankful for. It's easy to say thanks for the promotion and thanks for the upgrades and thanks for the blessings and thanks for, you know, the better income. And But we have a hard time remembering to say thank you for the hardships because we are each given unique hardships because we have a unique set of gifts to be able to handle and manage and persevere through those hardships and come out a changed and even more beautiful person than we were before. So the next bullet point, (laughs) Uh, bullet point number five, you can choose what your problem will do to you. You know, Tying this back into, you know, we are each given our own unique problems and our own unique hardships. Someone else on this planet has been given an entirely different hardship than you. And their hardship will transform them differently than how your hardship will transform you. And if they were given your hardship, it would, they would turn into a completely different person than if they would have just kept their hardship. So if we're given a hardship, if we're given a problem and we say, oh gosh, I don't want this, man, this is, other people have it so much easier than I do and other people have it so much better than I do. And, and I do this, right? I do this myself, right? So I'm not downing anybody for doing that because home girl over here, home slice, you can call me party, party of 500 million bajillion people. Um, also I'm like, but everyone else has it so much easier than I do. And this is just not fair. And I just, I wish that I didn't have these problems. Right. Or we do the opposite. We look at somebody else's problems. Oh my gosh. Like I couldn't even imagine having those problems. Right. Well, they probably also can't imagine having yours. So maybe for a moment, we tie back into, okay, every one of us have problems, right? Bullet point number one, we all have problems. And then tie it into bullet point number five, you can choose what your, what your problem will do to you. So you have to choose what you do with your problem. So when we get a hardship, we look at it and we say, hey, oh buddy, you are a big one. (laughs) You are massive. (laughs) Somewhat not excited about it. But thank you. I appreciate this hardship. Become one with the hardship, right? Become one with your hurricane, with your storm, with your tornado, with your thunderstorm, whatever it may be. And then move along with it. Allow, allow it to carry you because it's supposed to teach you something. It's supposed to teach us something, right? Right? 
I think one of my favorite things to do in probably the whole world is um, kayaking in Ohio. Um, there's a there's a river, the Miami River, I believe, and there's a, a company called Green Acres. And I am just infatuated with this one particular part of the river where the water is so deep. It's deep enough. And the current is fast enough, but slow enough at the same time at any given time where you can put your kayak up on the on the beach, on the shoreline and get out of your kayak and hop in the water and lay on your back and start at the top of the current and float your way down and just look up at the sky. And I know I look absolutely crazy when I'm doing it, but I don't care. I'm in my happy place. And I've seen people on that current where they've crashed into the side. Um, Actually, it was pretty scary for a couple of people. Thankfully, I was there to be able to help them. But they fought the current and got more terrified and more terrified and more terrified and more terrified to the point of tears, to the point of screaming, to the point of holding on to where they were because they were too afraid to let go and what would happen and how would they handle it and how would they survive. But as soon as I reached them, And they trusted me and I was able to hold them and say, hey, listen, this is what we're going to have to do. Okay. We're going to have to go right in the middle of this. And I'm going to hold on to you and you're going to hold on to me. And I'm going to let go of the ground below me. And we're going to float with the water. And I'm going to guide us to shore. We're going to go with the water and you just have to trust me. And it worked. We were able to get safely to the shore. This is what we do in life when problems happen. We get terrified. We hold on desperately drastically to what we know cling to it so tightly and we fight what is inevitably coming and it gets faster and harder and and we get more tired and and we exert all of our energy until what we have nothing left When all along, all we had to do was trust ourselves, trust nature, trust the inevitable, and let go, and go along with what was occurring, and float along with it, work along with it. Allow it to guide us to shore so we can breathe and relax and restore ourselves. So which way are you going to handle your problems? What are you going to allow your problems to do within you? 
I believe you have the knowledge and the power and the strength to work along with the current. Bullet point number six, and I'm closing with this one. There is a negative and positive reaction to every problem. I'd like to break this down for a moment. There is, right, which inevitably means that this is pretty factual. There is a negative and positive, not or, but and, negative and positive reaction so it's inevitable that in every problem, we will have a negative and positive reaction, not necessarily an action. It's human nature for us to react, right? So if somebody says something to you like, hey, you're ugly, right? If you say something back, you're reacting to what somebody has said to you. Because if they never would have said, hey, you're ugly in the first place, then why would you be saying, well, your mom's ugly? Like, no one provoked you to say that whatsoever, right? So you saying your mom is ugly is only a reaction, and that's it. Thank you for indulging in that juvenile example. <laughs> So there is a negative and positive reaction to every problem. Now, I would beg to differ in this. Sorry, poppers, not sorry. I'm going to kind of argue with you spiritually for a minute. But I think that we might be able to have the strength and the habit training enough to uh, work within ourselves to be able to simply, and if there's a problem, to minimize reactions and instead take action. Um, so a problem occurs, we digest, we become aware, we assess the situation and we decide, okay, I will take this positive or negative action. Um, the reaction part is kind of the problem that I have a, the part that I have a little bit of a problem with, but we'll digress from there. So I think in short, what the message here is really trying to convey is no matter what the negative and positive will always come out. Right. So if we go back to the pandemic that we're in right now, right. A negative reaction to the problem is going to be to, I mean, just completely go into distress mode and panic mode and fear mode and overwhelmed and secluded and isolated and, um, you know, self-sabotaging thoughts and depression and um, stress and anxiety, right? To name a few, <laughs> a few, okay? So, and that's okay. The, the, the reason I love bullet number six almost the most is that it innately lets us know that it's okay. It's okay if we have negative reactions because they exist, and they're allowed to exist and take up space in this world. The beautiful thing about negative reactions is that there's probably going to be a positive reaction following it. So the positive reactions are doing this self-care, taking care of yourself and doing what you need to do for you. If you need to go and file for unemployment, file for unemployment. If you need to go and look for other work, go and look for other work. 
If you need to stay at home and take care of yourself, then stay at home and take care of yourself. But don't base it off of what other people are thinking or what other people's judgments are of you. I have the hardest time with this. And I've realized that recently. How other how others view your life, it, it never matters. I mean, it, it, let me take that back. It doesn't have to dictate how you take steps within your life because ultimately you have to be okay with what you do. So if you decide that you are going to chill in your home for the entire day and watch nothing but reruns of your favorite show and binge on some food that you is comfort to you and stay all bundled up in your blankets, if you're okay with that, then do it. If you're not okay with it, then maybe do it for a little bit and then be like, all right, come on, we got to go. We got to do something, you know, make your bed, make your bed, just make your bed. If that's all you, if that's all you can do today, then that's enough. If all you can do is get up out of your bed, that's enough. If all you can do today is wake up, that's enough. Or if all you can do today is get up and get a shower and do your hair and get out of your house and, you know, go walk around the block, then that's enough too. So tough times never last, but tough people do. And I believe all of us are tough, no matter how weak we think we might be. I think we all have the capability of overcoming this because we have each other and we have love in the world and we have God looking out for us always and believing in us. I believe in you. I have all the faith in the world in you. And I believe that we are going to be okay. I hope you have enjoyed today's podcast episode. Coming to you freaky fresh. Literally just recorded this uh, uh, not too long ago. So um I really appreciate you taking the time to listen in. Um, I have decided executive decision, even though I don't like holding myself accountable for things, but I'm doing it. Okay. I'm doing it. Um, I am going to be releasing a new episode every Wednesday. So you can always rely on a new episode every Wednesday. Wednesday morning, I'll send out the email on those days. And as always, I love you all so much. Thank you again for your support. And thank you for showing back up to this space. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. And uh, from my heart to yours, peace out.